This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. Time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. How are you? Good. I'm good. Good morning to you. Everything is cool. Can Everything you hear is birdies in the back. Can I you can. hear birdies? Yep. And I want the. I want to be able to hear them because I just love to talk to people when I hear birds in the background because I'm out on yeah. my deck and it's. Yep. Um, birdie like out here so i'm happy i have a friend that i speak to usually every friday morning um and last week he was out on his patio and the bird sounds were so loud i Mm -hmm. said i can't hear you he said i know but there's a whole Uh, bunch of them around me i said well okay that's fine we'll have to work with it but indeed it is a wonderful thing to hear versus listening to wind and rain and all that nonsense in the middle yes. of winter, maybe snow. Howling. Yes. I yeah, much we prefer don't want to that. hear the little birds. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I even love I them in the morning when they when they wake up about 5 a.m. and they chirp. Yeah. And I love it. I just, I just, it's just such a, it's like a new day, a new beginning. It's kind of, it's mm-hmm. so nice. Do you know, yeah. Lynn, and th- this is, I was, you know, we have a bird feeder and so we get a lot of different birds in my yard. And mm-hmm. it's just a menagerie back here with the things that are here. But there is a couple, as I told you, feral cats hanging out. And mm-hmm. do you know the one, the other, and I saw it with my own eyes. Maybe I said this before. If I did, tell me. That cat jumped up in midair, jumped, and snagged a bird as it was trying to fly away from it. It jumped. Wow. It had to jump four feet in the air to grab that bird. Wow. I saw well, the whole thing. It was like, oh, and I know it's a natural thing for them. It's just yeah. so sad. Like, they sneak and they, they hide underneath the bushes <laughs> and they skulk in and they, they're like, they're like stealth and they get down and then they wait for the birds to come. It's, it's, and then Meyer wants to, Meyer, if we have the hose out, he puts, shoots water over near them and you know, they hate water. So they, they go, yeah. meow, and they take <laughs> off and, <laughs> oh my gosh. That's probably great theater to watch. You know, it is. I'm sitting here, oh, my God. But it's amazing to watch nature. I mean, and the way animals behave and 
and then the birds and we have always have like a mother and a, a husband and wife i say that cardinal and and the cardinal <laughs> yeah. the female will the female will stand she'll because they got legally married just so you know so there oh, she'll know. sit on the she sits on the edge of the bench uh, like which is over near the bird feeder and the the guy goes in and gets the food and comes back over and feeds her and then he goes back and gets more and comes back oh it's adorable yeah i mean it, it's just amazing i love it it is <laughs> so I, I think I about that then the, they have no arguments they have nothing to say well it's your turn to get the food no it's like right none <laughs> they just they, do they it just, Exactly. And then we have these big, mean-ass uh, blue jays. And they, oh, the, the blue, the blue, they're beautiful, but they're so yeah. mean. And they go after the they squirrels. They, they chase the squirrels away. They do? And the, yeah, the squirrel runs from them. Yeah, it's so I funny. I'm telling you, Lynn, I, oh, I, I, have, I have it down out here with watching these. It's amazing. <laughs> It's just amazing. So, um, but yeah, it's kind of, it's just, uh, that's why I love being back here. I, I don't even know where the heck I am back here. So yeah. I say it every year, but it's worth repeating because. Uh, well, I, I like to anyway. watch. Uh, and the thing is, that's so funny about this is we have the cameras, the video cameras at our house at the lake. So um, every once in a while, I keep getting these uh, notifications, you know, there's something in the camera. You need to look at it. And invariably during the week, <laughs> it's a deer, you know. And the oh. deer, I, I watch them sitting there eating my flowers. And I wish I feel like I could scream at them through the phone, stop eating my flowers. Anyway, um, they very often will come along with right now. Um, the fawns are about two or three weeks old, oh. and there's usually two. There's usually two, and they are so precious. Uh, they just with their big spots all over them, and they they're probably not bigger than a dog. You know, it's just funny to see how they grow so fast. And at the end of that first year, those spots are gone. I know. And it's amazing, and, the, and they watch their mother teach them how you know what to eat and how to eat and how often and they just walk around and then at some point in time during the evening i'm not sure where they go exactly but they get they have to get water i guess they do this every day fresh water so i don't know where they go but they go down the hill to something i guess they cross Route 507, and I really wish they wouldn't. Maybe they go, yeah, I know, but maybe they go to the, the biggest water source we have at the Lake Wampum. <laughs> well, they do, I'm saying, but what bothers me is they they have to cross 507 to get to it. I and, know. Um, you know, there's many times you drive by and see dead animals. I know it. And it, especially if I see a fawn, it just breaks my heart. Oh, I know. It's it really does. Um, but nothing you can do. So, And you don't capture any nature. bear? There's no, uh, you don't have any bear sightings? On well, we actually did have one here in Clark Summit. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I remember ago, that. But... No, two days ago. Oh, two days ago. About. There was a mama bear and a baby that were, were at the bottom of the hill. And everybody oh, sent out the alert. Don't go outside. Oh. <sighs> Oh, they are yeah. so cute, though. Oh, they are. 
Karen. Uh-huh. They're big That's all they are. I know it. And the babies, oh. they're like, you know, little chubbelubs, you know, and you just yes. want to squeeze them. Ah, yes, exactly. Yeah. So, um, during the course well, of the week, is anything exciting going on in your world? No. Um, I, well, other than I finalized, I watched the final episode of The First Lady last night. There was a 10th oh. and final. And, okay. um, again, so there's, you know, more hopefully coming on the horizon. But it was uh, such a well-done series. I, oh, man. I just feel like, um, and, and so many people who I talked to, like Donna Barbetti watched it. And when we talk about it, she and Deb Peterson's watching it. And we, when I talked to Donna, she said, "Man, I, you know, you think you know these people, but she said Eleanor Roosevelt was something else. I mean, th- th- this th- woman was—it was just she was amazing. And everything they went through, both like from a personal standpoint with their family lives, and she had six children, five boys and one girl. And I didn't know um, that. She said, yeah, and she said something, wow. and I saw the. Well, I saw also, which is worth watching. It's on PBS. They have the Roosevelt um, Roosevelt um, uh, documentary. Uh, it's like a series of shows yeah. about them. It's wonderful. That. I love. I've seen that, but I should go back and watch it again. But anyway, um, yes, yeah, six children, and and Eleanor says said to her daughter in the last episode, her daughter Anna. She said, your father, after he dies, she said, your father was so proud of you. You're the one who made him a father. Wow. And I thought, oh, I'm the one who made my father a father. So I just, you know, it was such a really, and, and she said to her mother, thank you for saying that. So my point is, like, you never really put it that way, but that's, you're the one who yeah. made him a father. I thought, and Lynn, you mm-hmm. made your father a father. You know, like that that's first kid. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's kind of neat. I was, like, sitting there, like, you know, sitting a little straighter in my chair. Like, hey, that's right. Me too. So, um, <laughs> but it was, it was, <laughs> it really was a good, um, a good series. I just, it's one of those series, and I have one more show to watch of uh, Grace and Frankie, and I keep mm-hmm. postponing it and postponing it because once it's done, I know it's over. Um, yeah. So I have to watch that. It's just, they're like, I just feel like when I watch these, and I say this too, when it's just like reading a good book or a movie or whatever, movies less so because if they're over in two and a half hours usually, mm-hmm. but like series where you watch them continuously, you feel like they're part of your family. Like I get yeah. so wrapped up in it that I feel like, okay, I'm, I lose myself in it. Is is And that's the sign of a good book, a good movie, a good series. That's, that's what happens. So again, I can't stress enough on Showtime, watch it if you can. It's just mm-hmm. very rah-rah woman, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're yeah. all about, Lynn. It, it, even if that guy who used to uh, email us and call us doesn't like it, too bad. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's long gone. I hope he's Too damn bad. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, but no, quite a week. Gonna, yeah, but let's also say, um, in case we forget later, to say Happy Father's Day, because that's what's coming up. Yes. This weekend, tomorrow, would be uh, Father's Day. And, yes, um, I didn't. I never really thought of it that way. But, yes, I am the one that made my father a father. Mm-hmm. That's a very interesting thing. 
I love yeah, it. So, yes. So, yes, happy Father's Good. Day to all of the dads out there who yeah. uh, just, just fatherhood is a wonderful thing. And so, and we know so many men listen to the show. Um, we still fi- can't figure out sometimes why. Why? Yes. <laughs> but but we we love you all for listening, and we thank anybody out there who's a father, who acts as if, who's a stepdad, who you know, who just takes that responsibility and runs with it. And so happy, happy, um, and we're glad you're around. And. I'm thinking of my dad, I always do, and, you know, happy Father's Day. And Meyer, although he's not a, my children's biological dad, he's um, been a wonderful father figure to my children. So um, thank you to Meyer for everything he's done. Mm-hmm. And to Patrick A. DiNapoli, because not only mm-hmm. is he a father, but he's a grandfather, which is a he good is. thing. And Tyler DiNapoli and, and all of our good yeah. um friends that uh we and they're coming for a visit this weekend for oh Father's good Day. so that's good yeah that's a good thing i'm glad that's because good. it's uh it's a nice thing for both of them to appreciate each other not only as son but father you know yes. i mean and, and it's just interesting that once tyler became a father i'm sure that that shifted his appreciation of his own father. Right. You know, it's it's an interesting twist of events. But as, as we always say, the nice part about grandkids, you love them to death, but you can hand them back. <laughs> yeah. That's the beauty of it. That old line, yeah. your grandkids are great, but you can give them, you can give them back. So that's, that's yep. a good thing. Indeed. But, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just hopefully everybody out there, it's going to be a nice weekend. We're going to my, I want to say big congratulations to my niece, Erin Foley, who will be married on the 18th, the day before Father's Day. And uh, we are leaving to go to her wedding in Leesburg, Virginia. And Sean Cadden Foley will be coming home uh, Friday night and we'll be leaving Saturday and spending the night and doing our thing with Erin, and so congratulations to her mom, Mara Foley, and Mara's um, fiancé, Jerry Gavin, and Kevin Foley, her dad, and his um, girlfriend, Hillary. So they're all, um, everybody's okay, and everyone gets along, which is nice, and it's going to be a beautiful weekend. So I love my niece, Erin. She's a doll, so congratulations ahead of time, honey. And we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at LaurieCadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, 
because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over Northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA One Source Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA One Source Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. Uh, My name is Lynn Evans. I'm Managing Director and Certified Financial Planner with a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm that's devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. Mm-hmm. So uh, we wanted to talk about uh, a distinguished woman who passed, I guess, last week. And she was a friend of yours, at least you knew her. I did not have the pleasure, but I've heard so much about her. So you can tell yeah, us the story. Ju- yeah, Judy Yushak, who was a beloved uh, artist and um, community um activist and community she was involved she just did anything and everything in our community she was one of the founders of uh first friday um and she taught art and participated in it was a nurse um she and donna uh doherty founded uh heart heart to art um and she they did beautiful murals of all major events all over downtown Coleman Foundation, St. Patrick's Day Parade, many, many, many um, events that went on big murals where everybody could come and participate and add their little stroke of the brush. And um, she, and then, then that turned into other things that they were able to make from that, you know, like mouse pads and uh, everything, posters and everything that they did to then create umbrellas. As a matter of fact, I have an umbrella that every time I someone sees it, they ask me where I got it. And I actually, I, I got it from um, a, a woman by the name of Ellen Beachco. You know Ellen, don't you? Lynn? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Ellen, Ellen one time asked me if she could borrow a hat that I had for 
something she needed to do. It's like a more well, really like a real funky derby you would wear to a, a Kentucky Derby parties, which is where I I've worn it. And I she used it and then to thank me, which she did not need to do, but she gave me this umbrella, and I love it to this day. I, I absolutely adore it, and it's a nice like good size umbrella, and all of the different sections of the umbrella are all different murals of what Dave, Judy and Donna and everyone else has created um, from this um, company that they had. And so I just love it. And people say, where did you get that? And I said, I got it as a gift. But like it just everything they've done has been, you know, anything Judy touched was amazing. I took several batik courses from Judy, um, both at the trolley museum upstairs on way up on the, on the, uh, the steps of the second level of the trolley. Um, and up at a, uh, play, and at artworks downtown when it was on, uh, Lackawanna Avenue. And then I went up with a few years uh, right before COVID and up to a, a a place in Moscow. Judy was from that neck of the woods, and I, I can't remember the name. I think Frank Goral has his, um, well, he does. His pottery um, uh, business is in a, a little, um, like the little, another little offshoot of this house where Frank's business is and his, all his pottery, um, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. Um, um, he's, he's in there, and then Judy did her. Yeah, but there's another word I can't know. But but whatever, um, he he maybe that's it, um, and so I took a, a few classes there, and she I have two paintings that are actually that I did two batiks, and batik is used using wax as well as paint on this like cheesecloth kind of this very fine not cheesecloth but very maybe that's what it is but very fine delicate paper, and I did because I just like. Um, very simple things and I, I I just you know I can't I don't get too complicated but I did this big strawberry and a sunflower I did a cherry and I did a like a still life there there that's my favorite stuff to do a cherry a heart a, a strawberry and a sunflower and hmm. the strawberry and the sunflower I was so in love with and they were bigger I actually had them framed and they're absolutely beautiful and they were on I'll never forget one day after they were finished and my sunflower needed a little bit of work and I said Judy I screwed up here and she said let me take it let me take it home with me and I'll fix it for you and and it was just like a little tiny bit but I didn't like how it looked and not that it was the imperfection because I love imperfection it was just it, it just didn't belong where it was it kind of chopped it off in the wrong so she said I can fix it you know she took that home and the one the spot that she fixed she just blended it right in and you couldn't even tell that and she gave it wow. back and I took it and I had it over to marquee frame and I had it um, framed and they're absolutely beautiful and they were on my dining room table one day because I was trying to figure out where to hang them and my friend Jack Poole, who was another local artist, had, he had, was visiting me to see if, because I wanted him to do something in my house. And he walked by and he said, oh, no, they weren't framed at the time. And he said, Laurie, where did you buy these? And I said, <laughs> I didn't buy them. I, I, I did them. He said, you did? And he, I said, yes, I, I took lessons um, with Judy Ushock. And he said, Laurie, I'm going to tell you something. I, You know, as I'm an artist, I would buy the And I thought to myself, really? Like, and so I 
just and that's the other thing we you know when I know we're, we're which which hopefully I'll be able to remember to tell Maureen coming up when we have Maureen because I know she's a music teacher and she taught piano so hopefully I'll be able to tell her how I've always wanted to play piano so I hope Lynn I remember to tell her that and and okay. it's sort of the same thing with painting like I've always wanted to paint and I have this sense that I can do it and I'm telling you having her as my instructor was one of the best things ever. Well, why did you just, just well because because either the the course was over or she moved to this oh. place or that. So I went. I mean, I went to three different places to follow her, and and then it was certain times that I had more time than I I than I could. So um, other days, sometimes in your life, you have more time to do those things, and other times you don't, and so. It was just sort of that, too, but I went to three different places just to have her, just to have the ability to work with her because she, she was, I was going to go to her house, actually. She said, come on up to my oh. house. And then she ended up going to, um, to this facility, this, this, this location right in, as I said, next to Frank there. So I, um, I don't know who owns it. I don't know if it's Frank who owns it, but his workshop is outside, like in like what would have been the garage of this house. Um, mm -hmm. and Judy took me on a tour and showed me everything. And, um, so she was just the kindest, sweetest, no matter when you saw her lovely, kind, she had a soothing voice. Everything about her, Lynn was special and yeah. she just loved life, loved people, loved art and loved to share it. And again, starting first Friday into the success that it is to this day is is amazing so to her family uh we are you're in our prayers and our thoughts and just so you know listening friends family what a wonderful uh person she was and how lucky we we are as an area region to be able to have shared some of her life and her goodness to us in this community she was just absolutely the best so that's our dear friend judy yushak mm-hmm Oh, that was a sad one, Lynn. That was sad. Yeah. And I had no idea. It said she was born in 1940, which would make her 82 years old. If you ever, if you, if you ever experienced Judy, you would never in a million years know that she would be, she was 82. I mean, she's just, yeah. it was an amazing woman. And, well, and again, I think because, because she was. Yeah, because she was so yeah. happy and full of life. Yeah, exactly. And, just, you exactly. Know, and she went, she lost her husband, she lost a son, and she went through mm -hmm. it with grace. And, and I, don't, I just, she was amazing. So that's, um, uh, we've talked about this before, that a lot of um, the people who are observing and doing studies on people who are in there currently in the baby boomer generation or even older, that they are saying that those that live the longest are the people that have the great attitudes to life. They're the people that are out there learning new things. They're happy. They're engaged. They're involved with people, and they love their friendships and their relationships with other people. So um, she's a perfect example of that. You know, I think you're right. Nobody would ever know she was 82 years old because she didn't look like the stereotypical 82-year-old person. She was no, very and, vibrant, very much full of life. And Donna Doherty had posted something on Facebook of a recent picture that she mm -hmm. did with the children from the Wright Center 
And yeah. she here she is down, bending down, working right with the kids. And she said it was recent. Now, how recent, I don't know. But still, I, it's, it's amazing. I'm going to send you that picture unless you were able to see it on Facebook. I'll, I'll take a, sna- uh, a screenshot and send it to you because okay. you'd never believe it. Uh, it's she's no. amazing. Amazing. <clears throat> oh, boy, we lost a good one there. Yeah. Hmm. But, well, I don't know. No quizzes for me, I guess, this week. No, I was just going to uh, do a couple things, but I think we've only got a couple minutes. We can we can get into this. Uh, doing some uh, courses online, it's a course to create a course, if that makes any sense. But there was part of this of learning um, who's your ideal customer and what would they look like. And this was something that was posted as an addendum that would help you to also get to know people. But when I looked at it, I thought this was a great, these are a bunch of great questions. Remember we talked about the 365 questions I had, Mm -hmm. which I didn't look for. I know I have them, but these are some interesting things that I wonder about you and I. Do we know the answers for each other on a couple of these? Um, I think we probably know the answer to this one. What is your cold beverage of choice? I think, I, well, yeah, I think that works for both of us, although I know yes, you don't it does. as much, but yes. Oh, yes, I do, but it's, uh, oh, that's not your, it. okay. it's uh, decaf. Yeah. Oh, I, I drink okay. way too much of it. Okay, oh, so are right. you a morning person or a night owl? Uh, we know both of us are the night, not the morning. Yeah, yeah. Although you just said you'd get up a quarter after five when they start chirping Well, away. I might get up because I have to use the little girl's room, and uh-huh. I, I love, and then I go back, I'll just get back, right back under my sheet and lay there and listen to the birds. But, no, okay. I can get up early, and I don't mind it, but I don't like to get up knowing I have to get out fast. Like, like oh, if yeah, I have to go different. somewhere early, if I can get up early and, and kind of ease into the morning, then I prefer yeah. that. But to get up and hit the ground running, I don't like it. No. How about what's your dream vacation? Mine? Two. I would have two. What are they? Um, Let me guess. One, one, would guess. one would be like to be in an RV and go across the country. And the second one might be that you'd like to go on the uh, a type of Orient Express train ride. No. Yes, no, maybe. All right. Well, yes, what they be? the one is right. The one, the one is is definitely right to um, to go in an RV across the country and down yeah. and drive down, rent a car then, and drive all the way down the coast of California. Mm-hmm. That's like a that's a one that's a you know both things and then the other okay. one I want to, I want to go to Italy I that's one place that I really would like to go I've been to Europe before but never there and I'd like to go to um, oh I can't even think of it now Positano no Tuscany. Well, the Amalfi Coast uh, with all yeah. the, um, all of the, um, yeah, Tuscany area, all of the, is that Tuscany in that, is that northern Italy? Well, anyway, I, no I just love all the lemons and all the hills there. I, it's right on the water and right on the Mediterranean. That's, that's yeah. where I would want to go and I would want to stay, even though Donna Barbetti would say, no, no, you have to go to Florence too. Okay, well, I'll do that too, but I really want to <laughs> do that. 
Adolfi All right. Coast. Is that it? And Amalfi. On that note, Amalfi. Yeah. Hey, on that note, we're going to take a break. We're going to be right. back with our guest expert. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. The well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC certified public accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and non-profit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call, I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity. My checking account, uh, my payroll taxes, they take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity. Don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And my name is Lynn Evans, and I am a certified financial planner, and I'm the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And our guest expert today is Maureen McGavern, who is the client, su- client services supervisor 
at Veterinary Referral and Emergency Center in Clark Summit. Welcome, Maureen. Hi, Maureen. Hello. Well, you've got an interesting transition here. Maureen was (laughs) formerly a music teacher in the Tancani School District, and now she is a client services supervisor at Veterinary Referral and Emergency Center. So the obvious question is, how come you're doing this now? <laughs> well, just a, a quick correction. I wasn't actually a music teacher in the in the school district. I actually had my own private studio for 26 oh, okay. years in Tunkhannock. Now, I did okay. work at the district um, as a reading specialist, and I also did some substitute teaching, um, wow. mostly in the music department there uh, yeah. while I was raising my kids. But, yeah, the, I had a, a studio there for 26 years. And, uh, right. yeah, it, it just, you know, it just seemed like I... I'm still deciding what I want to be when I grow up. Ah, okay. We all are. Yeah, and it's a never-evolving question, you know. Um, Anyway, uh, so why did you uh, apply for that job? Was that, are you a pet lover? I, well, certainly am. I I am a pet lover. Um, I... I, I happened to see that it, it came up, and I'm like, hmm, now seems like a pretty good time to to make some changes. Uh, like I said, I had my, my studio, and I absolutely loved it. I was very successful. I've had over 12 students play at Carnegie Hall. Um, oh. Yeah, and I absolutely love my students, like my own children. Um, but I also have my own children. I have two that are now grown and off on their own, and I still have two at home. They're uh, the one actually is 17 today, and the other uh, <laughs> and the other is 13. She'll be 14 in August. And I just thought, you know, like my my studio hours were after school. So and so are my kids' activities. And I thought, you know what? It's getting to a point now where I need to make some changes. I need I need my schedule to be a little different. I need, you know, my future financially to look a little bit different. And this opportunity came up and I thought, you know what, I, I need to take this. And the funny kind of backstory is I, I have been a musician for forty six of my forty eight years. Wow. Um, I started when I was two. And when oh, it came sure. time for me to go to uh, piano, voice and okay. percussion. Wow. Yeah. So when it came time for college, my family, I said to my family, I want to be a veterinarian. And my family said, no, you're going to be a a musician. Like what family does that? Yeah, that's why I went to nursing school and quit. So yep. I get it. Yeah. 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 So, and, I, yeah. and I did it, and I loved it. I did, and it served me well. I, my children never had to go into daycare. I was always home for them, um, and it really was wonderful. Like I said, I absolutely loved my students. I still mourn my studio. It, it's, it's, you know, I, I, I'm sure. I really do miss the kids, but... Um, but I know it was time, and I was still at the top of my game, and I kind of wanted to go out on my on my own, you know, mm-hmm. while I was still Our on top, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> while I still had that waiting list and, and people, you know. So, and, and with COVID and everything, things were changing, and I thought, you know, now is, now is the time to make this change. And like I said, this opportunity arose, and I thought, hey, here we go. I can get into that that world of veterinary school. I'm a little too old to go into veterinary school, but at least I can start working with animals and yeah. do yeah. this. Well, Maureen, here's a, a question. Tell us mm-hmm. what, and our listeners, what, if any, similarities are there <laughs> in teaching 
adults, children, whomever you taught mm-hmm. in, in that realm and what you, there has to be a little bit, I would assume, some type of similarity or some aspect of teaching, doing, and then what you're doing mm-hmm. now, the kind of thing that makes you feel like, hey, this is, I got this because this is what I've done. Is there something that you can think of that yeah, yeah. works? You have to have a lot of patience. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really is. Like having patience and and you know like what I was doing before I had students, you know, some had, you know, learning disabilities, emotional support, that kind of thing. And, and you know, their kids, they you, you have to kind of figure them out and figure out how they learn and and be patient and go through that whole process and walk that with them. And I'm finding the same thing here with clients. You know, you've got some upset um frustrated or just scared parents, I mean, we refer to them as parents, um, bringing their, their babies, their fur babies here, and you've, you've got to put yourself in their shoes and be patient and try to explain things and, and, and calm them and, and, you know, assure them that we're, we're going to help in the best way we can. And you talked about so, before offline, Laurie, uh, she and I were talking about some of the funny things you know, the not necessarily ha-ha funny, but bizarro things that she's observed because her role is that she's right there at the front desk with and the that's other what I was just clients. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us yeah. about that your first day. My my very first day, you know, I certainly expected to walk in and see lots of kitties and puppies. And, and you know, I was informed that there is an exotic uh, veterinarian here and that I would probably right. see my fair share of snakes and lizards and such and and I basically walked in to what I thought was a baby dinosaur um, it was a it was a lizard it's called a tegu and they are quite large and they're they're actually quite beautiful their their scales are I don't even know if we call them scales but they're like a beaded purse that's all I can describe as a beautiful part. They're very, very pretty. But I was just, I turned the corner and I'm like, what's with the baby dinosaur? Like, what have I gotten myself <laughs> Jurassic into? Park. I do. And I've always loved dinosaurs. So, hey, you know, here we go. <laughs> and was it, was it friendly or like, what oh, yeah. did you get out of having yeah. this kind of an animal? They honestly, they, and this one was, was quite sick, but we have had some others come in since and they are like puppies. They just, they walk right alongside their owners. They'll snuggle right up to you. They're, it's, it's, they're really cool. Yeah. And here's the beauty of it. No, no shedding. Right. Right. No shedding. But that I've never (laughs) seen. So, so how big, like, how tall would you say it was about? Well, they're, they're low to the ground. If you can think of like, like an alligator, crocodile, that type of build where they're they're, low to the ground, but they're long. So like, um, the ones that I saw were probably creeping up on three feet from the tip of the nose to the end of the tail. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Was it a girl or a boy? Um, that one was a boy, I believe. (laughs) Yeah, cool. I love it. I love it. So as soon as you walked in and since you're a fan of dinosaurs, I guess you thought, this is really my home now, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm here. I've arrived. (laughs) Talk about a link there, Maureen. That's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. So when you're in the front, now I've experienced some lovely people there um, Mm -hmm. with my two poochies. um, And... They've always, you, you always, it, I've always just felt better when I, when I would walk in and they would ca- be very calming and soothing. 
So, and and that's where your patience comes in. So, Mm -hmm. um, I I would assume, because you like to be with people, that that's a good place to be in the sense that it is in front where all of the, you know, where people have to walk in if they're scared, if if they're there, not so scared, or whatever their reasons for Mm -hmm. being there, um, Mm -hmm. all the emotions that go along with that. It's kind of nice to be sort of right there on the front line, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. I uh, I do I do like kind of I I, I kind of pride myself. That I'm, uh, the girls were joking with me because sometimes I'll be going through the screen, and I actually used to do a radio show back in college, so I'm very aware of dead air. And so as I'm trying to get their information and stuff, I'm like making small talk, and um, and they're always like, "Are you know, are, you're you're putting people's minds at ease?" They're like, "No, I'm just trying to find the next screen." <laughs> but but yeah, it is. I, I like to see that transition of, of of you know, it's kind of rewarding to see the people come in and they're panicked, stricken, and and then to be able to kind of talk them down and and assure them that you know we're we're doing what we can and and you know, bear with us and, you know, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't, but that's okay too. You know, everybody has to come to it in their own way. Right. Yeah. How long have you been there? I've been here since January. I started January oh, wow. 3rd. So that's right. So, mm-hmm. All right. So you're doing, you're doing okay. So, mm-hmm. um, with, and what about, um, working with, um, all of the other, the, it, because as we know, there are several docs doing several things to several animals, mm-hmm. different kinds. Mm-hmm. But, but the actual, are there any other like wild, bizarre type of pets that, that you, you see or that you know? I know we talk about that sometimes, but we haven't really lately. Is there anything different coming in other than, I mean, you probably see bunnies, right? Um, no, we don't see bunnies. No bunnies. We don't have rodents here. No bunnies or birds. There, we oh. unfortunately don't have a specialist for that department. Um, we do have to refer those out even spirits. Is that what they're considered? Uh, yeah, rodent. Yeah, rodents. Yep. <gasps> Rabbits and guinea pigs and mice, rats, anything of that nature. Hamsters. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so what other what other thing? Anything else beside that on the exotic level? Have you seen or um, that you know or are are patients like what else comes in in that realm? Um, I mean, basically, we see your 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 basic dogs, cats, everything from the teeny tiny little chihuahuas all the way up to you know the the, the biggest like of the, the biggest. Yeah, 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 um, and then of course your different types of cats. I, I have a Great Dane actually. She's my baby. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Do you think uh, he or she, which is a she? She is Daphne does Do. Think, does she think that she's a lap dog? <laughs> she certainly does. <laughs> yeah, I, and she I, is. What is it with these dogs that the bigger they are, the more? They think they can just sit right next to you, and the smaller sure. they are, they're persnickety. They and don't want, want nothing. To do yeah, with you. nothing, nothing to do with it. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they got. I don't think and they got the memo. Do you? Because that's no, you know, no. And she's terrified. She's afraid of everything. She's afraid uh-huh. of everything. We we used to have a little Bichon mix, and she would hide behind him. He would stand and bark, oh, and she would try I to hide. It. 120 pounds as opposed to this 10 pound. Yeah. Oh God, I love it. <laughs> That's adorable. Well, Maureen, tell us how, if anyone needs your services at uh, Veterinary Referral Veterinary Referral and Emergency Center, how they can get in touch. Sure. They can get a hold of me um, right 
right here at, at VREC. Um, I'm Maureen McGavin, and you can call 570-587-7777, and somebody will get you to me. And, and what are the hours there, Maureen? Um, my hours are typically Tuesday through Friday from 6 a.m. until 4 p.m., but you would that varies. Sometimes I'm here later. Sometimes I'm here on Mondays. Sometimes I'm on the weekends. It just depends when they need me. And well, the, um, they're there for online stuff. I'm sorry? Online, what's the uh, um, website? Social media stuff. Do we know? Yeah, website. And um, yeah, the website. Is, yeah. VRECPA.com. Yeah. .com. Right. There okay. we go. Well, Maureen, thank you. We hope you come back. We wish you the best of luck as you continue to change from, um, you know, 88 uh, black and white keys to uh, <laughs> um, all of the pets walking through the, the, the front door and making people feel better. So thank you very much. And uh, This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 